who is with Vinny Fiorenza? There's a lot he doesn't know. There's a lot he wants to know. This is a podcast where he tries to learn from people who know things he doesn't. He'll be focusing on people from the worlds of business, entertainment, and the arts. His guests are people he finds fascinating and that he believes will bring value to others. Join him on the journey on finding out who is. Who is Francesco D'Onofrio? Francesco D'Onofrio is such a great guy, good friend, someone I grew up with back in Staten Island, and then I, I kind of had to do the right thing and bring him on as the first guest on the show. We get into some funny topics like his competitive Rubik's Cube competitions, his uh, time on The Sopranos, what's it like being in New York or in L.A., and his uh, most recent feature film, Love and Love Not. Uh, so join me today in uh, learning about who is Francesco D'Onofrio. All right, let's get this started. Yes, sir. It, uh, it only only plays right that I'm going to have uh, Fran as Francesco as my first guest. And uh, Fran, why don't you tell us a little bit, of, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. My name is Francesco D'Onofrio. I'm an Italian-American from Staten Island, New York. There we go. <laughs> yep. Right with um, the Italian. <laughs> mm-hmm. Migrated to Los Angeles. I uh, studied film and television in school back in Queens, New York. Worked at ABC Studios for a year. Came out here, been pursuing acting ever since. Nice. And yeah, tell cool. us a little bit about yourself, Vincent. Oh yeah, that's how we're doing it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Well, I've been fortunate enough to know Fran for a real long time. We've, uh, we've and uh, this show's about him. Who cares about me? We'll get, <laughs> we'll get to know me over these episodes. But um, to start this off, how would you describe yourself as a child? And uh, what, what were some unique interests and hobbies? And you could take that as however you want high school younger whatever anything in between yeah I was always I guess uh, I was pretty ambitious as a kid I always liked my parents would say I had like a one-track mind where I'd zone in on something for a while whether it was like learning guitar one week or (laughs) picked up Rubik's Cubes the next week and just I dive very hard into things I want to be great at everything I do and I kind of become like semi-obsessed for a little bit until I am like uh you know just the best at it, Rubik's Cubes, for example. Yeah, yeah, tell, tell, tell the, It was like seventh grade, one kid brings a Rubik's Cube into lunch, and I see him solve this Rubik's Cube. So I'm like, <clears throat> if he could do it, I could do it. Bought a cube that day. Huh. Within three or four days, I was like doing it by myself. Maybe less than two weeks, I was going head to head with him at the lunch table. I was like, mm-hmm. me, you, now. You know, I was shuffling each other's cubes, and I was demolishing him. And then, of of course, I take things to the extreme, so I was doing national Rubik's Cube competitions. Oh, my God. But why? <laughs> where was that? <laughs> Most notable one. I mean, one day it was notable. like La Quinta Inn and Suites at one point, like in upstate New York, and then one was at Princeton University. Like, there was, they hosted where, one. Where that would go on. Yeah, yeah, and I had, like, a YouTube channel. I was posting YouTube videos, like, doing my Rubik's Cube stuff, and there was this Rubik's Cube community, and I met people at the tournaments that, like, we knew of each other from online. It was, like, funny, like, uh how yeah, that worked but yeah that's great so you you made Ru- rubik's cube videos online did that did that in any way influence you to become an actor that particularly <laughs> i would say no like that probably didn't have anything to do with it um so guess, how early on did you know you wanted to be an actor uh it's funny like if you look in my uh like my fifth grade yearbook there's a picture of little me and and like one of the quotes they ask you is one day I want to be and in the my thing it says want to be an actor oh my god I hadn't done any real acting but my parents got me like a manager and I 
worked background jobs on like Law and Order. I was a stand-in on music and lyrics. That's uh, great. Sopranos. Yeah, there I was we go. On the set Sopranos, of the Sopranos. Yeah. Ring bearer at the wedding, and I got to meet the whole cast. So I kind of huh. got the the awe of being on set pretty early. Do you remember that? Like to, Sopranos, that I like? remember, and uh, and the Law and Order thing, I remember too, because I kind of I was the only kid who could do the monkey bars. Of course, figures. Yeah. Right, because I just yeah. gotta try to outshine the people around me, of and course. because of that reason. I was like right in the scene, like whoever's speaking ties my shoe, then I go across the monkey bars and then the scene goes on. I love and that. Then, uh, and I remember being on the set of The Sopranos because I, I knew the show was kind of a big deal. I don't understand the scope of it, like the magnitude until I was a little older and I watched the show for myself, but <clears throat> I just knew it was kind of a cool thing. What'd and you think of the show? When I watched it for the first yeah, time, yeah. loved it, yeah. loved it, and even so, I how long ago was that? When I first watched it, I was I was still too young, I think, to appreciate it, yeah. right? Because I didn't find it like not funny, but like I didn't see the comedy in it. Also, with this, with the you know seriousness of yeah. it, and I just recently rewatched it. Yeah, I heard about and, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. <clears throat> and um, rewatching it, you kind of just get it like a little more like you're older you understand more, and, and i find it hysterical too the way these oh guys are how they interact with each other best best thing ever uh, i feel like we're on an episode now yeah yeah, yeah i mean we, sure. we could be uh minus their business dealings and whatnot oh yeah that's kind of how we interact with each it's other a clean, which is great. clean show clean family show family show yeah 100 percent um with the with the acting like what after you did all that extra stuff, like uh, what 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 was next? Like what what was uh, some things in your life you like might have participated in <clears throat> like that? Uh, I guess there was a big gap where where there was really not much at all. And then when I was in high school, my school did something called Sing Production. So it's cool. like a student-run, written, directed show, and all the different grades make their own show. They compete oh, at the end. Great. Yeah, and there's like a judge panel, and then one grade wins, like for the uh, for the whole thing. Sophomore year, I was pulling curtains, watching the show from there, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I could do what they're doing on stage here. Next year, I, I auditioned, got the lead role. and well, um, I feel like it's yeah, a similar story yeah. all the way through. Yeah, and the audition for that was funny because you just go up on stage, you pick a song to sing, you sing it a cappella in, in an empty auditorium, so my what little was voice song? wasn't yeah, getting what was your song? Don't Stop Believing by Journey. <clears throat> that was my song choice. You, you, you giving us a sample? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. But um, senior year, I, I picked the same song, sang it again, got the lead role again. Wow, back to back. Yeah. Um, uh, well, with with your family and where you come from, I know we're both from Staten Island, <clears throat> and I actually are both originally from Brooklyn. But was there any influence from your family, like to join the industry or become like a part of this world? Um. Interesting, like, my father, when he was growing up, he was, like, with Wilhelmina Models, and he used to, like, run, <laughs> like, walk in fashion shows. My father's a very handsome guy. He was, like, uh, John Travolta-esque back in the day, you know? Love that. Like, 86th Street, like, yeah. doing his thing. Oh, yeah. He's probably Love walking that. with the two slices of pizza yeah, on top of each go. other, like, to start a Saturday Night Fever. That was, like, his <laughs> life, pretty much. Did they directly influence me? I don't, I mean, when you think about it, I probably didn't ask to get a... a manager like a child yeah, talent right. manager so, growing up. You know, definitely so I think, yeah they, they put me into it maybe it was the head of hair i had you know the mushroom cut was <clears throat> huge at the time yeah, i had one a, too when I was like, I had a like little, an, little an immaculate one you know not an ounce of forehead to be seen of course so um yeah they got me involved with that i did some other stuff like children's textbook like a science textbook so i was like there you go we gotta get that i know you know we what got, we've been trying the... forever Can't oh find no the book. way yeah we just never mm -hmm. got the name of the book we never like 
That's it'll be great. a very hard find nowadays. So, so do you remember what you were doing? Like, how, what was like your? Yeah, I was like your science blowing thing. bubbles filled with smoke, like doing some kind of like just funky stuff. You well, know, I don't think much has changed. No, no. Bubbles with smoke. No, You're no. Still doing that. Some things, some things never change. You know, you throw that <laughs> in that category. Great. So you're you're an actor now. You go on auditions. You know, both you know in person and. Uh, through online or whatever like how how is the audition process like what 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 is that like and like uh i don't know how do you get the auditions get give the audience a little bit of understanding about that well so when i first came to la um i was submitting myself for auditions it was mainly for student films short film projects things like that just to build up footage and uh, all the auditions were in person even for like a no. student film i would go to the campus they'd have a room rented out we do it like that um, things have kind of since changed. Now I'm represented. I have an agent and a manager. They submit go. me for things. And after COVID happened, auditions completely changed yeah. everything for the most part Whole nowadays. World. Yeah, it's all self-tapes. Uh, uh, so you tape it yourself, you send it in, which I kind of grown to like self-tapes. It gives me the time to kind of work on it and yeah. watch myself back, see the things I like or think I could do better between takes, and then fix that for, for takes going forward. When you do when you do those multiple takes, you feel like usually you get them earlier on, or is it sometimes further into it? Like, what's been your experience with all that? Because I hear I hear things. Yeah. But like, you know. <clears throat> Majority of time for me, it's like the in the last three. You know what the I mean? The last three out of what? The, depending, right? <laughs> yeah. So I I, I never want to like beat a dead horse. Like I don't want to have a one scene audition and and do thirty takes. Because beyond yeah, that, of course, for me to like go through each one and the differences are sometimes so minute. So to like be so nitpicky between little things like, oh, I like how I said that line there, but I like it better in this one. I don't want to like stress myself out and, and take hours just to pick yeah, one. Yeah. So I like to try to not do too many. Like I'll do three, I'll watch them. If they're not great, I'll just delete them right then, work on the next ones and kind of, you know, do the editing process early in that way. But I do find that for me, the breakthroughs come at the end. You know? Nice. Yeah, after cool. hammering it away a little bit, and uh, nice. that's why I also I, I've grown to like the self tapes. I, I could work yeah. on it. Whereas, I think the pressure of being in the room gets you more on point to start. Whereas at the beginning, I'd be like, ah, right, let's just throw one out there. Let's see what it looks like, and then I fine tune it. Whereas I do more of the fine tuning prior if it's, it's in the room. Uh, knowing you as a performer, you're definitely good under pressure. So it's, yeah. it's well, that would I think force me to be yeah. better under pressure if I had just yeah. I knew the one take to nail it. So it's kind of, you know, two sides of the same coin. What's what's it like uh, going about getting, like, readers for it? Is it, is it <laughs> I, difficult? It's, like... uh, I'm very blessed to have many uh, good yeah, friends, yeah. you know. and uh, I've helped you out with a couple. Plenty. <laughs> yeah, we have plenty. And whether I got to drag somebody else out of bed to help me or, like, have uh, be like, hey, I'll drive to you and I'll bring yeah. my setup. And, like, I just need somebody to help me get this done because I like to get them in as soon as I possibly can. 100%. And I always have to kind of work that around work. So whenever I can do it. I'm lucky enough to have friends that help me. Nice. You mentioned the setup. What's the setup like? Pretty simple. It's um, I have like this kind of background that folds out. It's got blue on one side, gray on the other. <clears throat> Put that on a stand, and then I use like a ring light that holds my phone. Thankfully, iPhones are so good now. I don't yeah. need any kind of special camera. Cell phone, ring light, backdrop. Yeah, we know me. We know me in tech, man. Yeah. I'm a disaster. I mean, nowadays, you know, it's it's so much to keep up with. Who could even? Uh, who could even? Oh uh, yeah, I, f I figure out ways to make things simple. I figure out ways to make things very difficult. Thank God we have John helping us out. John's the best. My, my main producer, big, we need, big guy we need, over there. We need uh, artistic pros around us to help us with the things oh, that you know big that we time. can't do.
Vic. Of course. Um, do you have any specific influence, influences <laughs> as an actor, like meaning actors or actresses that really like, I don't know, push you to do what you're doing? Um, to find one super specific to me, I, I kind of, you know, more so I would say someone like a Leonardo DiCaprio, who is so meticulous about how he picks his roles and has been his entire career. Like, I heard uh, him talk about it on an interview once that he got an offer for a Disney movie when yeah. he was young, 15 years old. That was for, like, a lot of money at the time. And he wasn't Leonardo DiCaprio yet. This was even before, yeah, 15, like, Gilbert's no, Grape. No, no. He turned down that movie because he had this other project that he's, like, that he didn't get yet by any means. He might not have even auditioned yet, but he's, like... I'm going to hold out on this and, and try to get, like, 15 this years part. old, man. Yeah, and I think that wound up being This Boy's Life with Robert De Niro. I'm pretty sure that's what yeah. the film... And you're talking about he's a young boy there making that, making a big boy decision that essentially paved the way for the rest of his career. And it's you'd be hard-pressed to find a bad movie in his lineup, and I just admire that kind of, you know, those kind of creative choices that he's made throughout his career. Yeah. So I aspire to to be that creatively selective with the things I put out there in the world because film is forever cool. and anything you do will be out yep. there forever. So. True, including this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's called Can't Go Wrong with Leo. I mean, almost every movie he did, yeah. but maybe every movie he did, he's absolutely phenomenal. No, he's phenomenal. Even if the movie might not be your favorite, like his performance in it is always yeah. is top notch. Yeah, he's, he's the real deal. And mm -hmm. then some. But um, to change the subject a little bit, when you first came out to LA from New York, uh, what was that experience like? Like what, what, you know, I don't know, what, what was it like when you got here and like, the, you know, how you <coughs> felt? Um, it was an interesting one. I mean, when I first got here, you know, it, it's just exciting and overwhelming yeah. all at the same time. And uh, I had came to LA twice before, once with my family um, when I was younger. And then for spring break during college one year, me and my friends came out to nice. LA for like four or five days. And I just kind of got this feeling driving through L.A. where I was like, this is where I need to be. You know mm. what I mean? Like, it was kind of, like, intoxicating. And I'm packing up my house in college. One of my closest friends ever calls me up. He's like, hey, I know you always wanted to move to L.A. Mm. I think I'm going this summer. Do you want to go? I said, yes. Like, wow, I didn't even you go. take yeah. a second thing. I was like, yes. When are we going? And, you know, how much time do I have to, <clears throat> to prep and, and get ready? And then I basically was crowd couch crouch couch crashing for about a year <clears throat> so luckily i didn't have to pay rent right away it kind of gave me some time to i know, you know that story to yeah to get some <laughs> money in pocket because you come out with a little nest egg that goes away pretty quick yeah you know especially when you have to you know furnish places and do all these things and yeah. the money disappears pretty fast come out so. here with a dollar and a dream yeah Ho hoping mm -hmm. for the best when did you come out here 2017 july nice, uh, July second, twenty seventeen. Uh, never forget that date. Never forget the date. You uh, can't. No you know, I got November fifteenth, twenty nineteen. There you go. Yeah. How could you forget it? You uh, make no. such a big change in your life, kind yeah. of, and this, yeah, you know, that's not something you forget. Yeah, first, first time leaving the family for an extended period of time. Mm -hmm. When you when you think about it, when uh, say you go home to visit family, and or or just being here in general, what are the major differences between L.A. and New York? Um, the most major would be like the people and the yeah. weather. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> Which one you want first? I don't know. The weather here is amazing. Yeah. I've grown very spoiled to the point where I go home two weeks for Christmas in New York, and I'm like, that's that's about enough for me. You know, there's snow on the ground, <laughs> making, no making things inconvenient. 
And um, <clears throat> obviously, the people, the type of people are different, like the way no. people are with each other. I feel like people are still kind of more social in New York here. People are more about themselves. Mm -hmm. They feel like they know enough people. They don't need to make friends. Luckily, I came with great friends, and I've been oh. blessed to make some new ones along the way as well. But just kind of the demeanor of people and, uh, you know, like New Yorkers say what's on their mind. Yeah, we're definitely <laughs> we're definitely good for that. Good for that. But that's <laughs> honest, you know, and yeah. it's good to be honest. And, yeah, it's and, definitely you know, helpful. Yeah, and I've grown to realize about myself I'm a very honest person. Uh, maybe are. not. I'm maybe not brutally honest, you uh, know. Like, like me. yeah, it's, it's good to be that too. But I maybe uh, I'll filter certain things for the sake of also being yeah. a, a kind person. But I notice that's the, probably the main difference between LA. LA people don't say what's on their mind. Yeah. What comes out of here is different than what's going on up here. Yeah, and that, that could hurt. Time. That could hurt or or help anyone depending on the scenario. Yeah. So, do you think being from New York, like, do you, do you have like any form of an advantage or disadvantage being out here? I think for sure. Uh, for I'm, sure I feel, what? I feel oh. very blessed to be from New York. Got it, cool. <clears throat> I do feel it gives you an edge, kind of, in, in every facet of life, just kind of the way you think, the way you move, yeah. the way you operate entirely. I feel like it is a different mindset. And um, <clears throat> you yeah, have any, like, day, examples? Uh, give, us, give me some. We're less relaxed, <clears throat> you know? We're less well, relaxed. We, we want to get to the bottom of things. Like, we're, yeah. we're just kind of, like, you know, we, we don't have time to waste time. And, nope. and we're... We're kind of about our business, you know, and, and we like to have fun, too. Like, you know, no one's saying you can't kick up your feet every once All in a while. Right. But, um, yeah, just the overall just tempo and pace of how we operate and the way we think is just a lot different in a lot of ways. And I think it's advantageous for sure. Nice. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I feel exactly the same way. I'm blessed to be from New York. Yeah. I'm blessed to use that out here because mm -hmm. it's... It's done wonders you for notice, us. You notice, I'm sure, in business, too, you're in entertainment, and you're, yeah. you're in heavily involved in the behind-the-camera yeah, side of yeah. it. So, I mean, obviously, you have go-getters in that industry regardless, so you meet probably a different echelon of people entirely. But I'm sure you feel that difference, too, in yourself and, and the way and so you work. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, your work ethic is just t like out of this world, and I'm sure people that. just feel that. You know? Yeah, no, the... The, the New York, for at least the two of us and majority of people we're out here with, it, it oozes out and pe yeah. people are very attracted to that. So yeah. pretty grateful for that. We never have to tell people we're from New York. No, they ask what, what party, what they, part of yeah, New York yeah. you're from. Like where you from on the East Coast? And then you'd be like, New York. They'd be like, I knew it. Yeah. Like, then why didn't you say it? No, no. <laughs> I, get, I guess I have a weird accent because people, or, or I just um, speak very quickly or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, you're from Boston? I was like, no, mm. definitely not. No, I'm definitely in New York, but yeah. it's all right. But they're, they're, they're close enough. We understand the differences. Can't excuse <laughs> their naivety. You know? yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I can't excuse their naivety. Well, being from there, we, we hear the different nuances yeah. in the accents, like certain things stay the same, but some of the words are dead giveaways, like the difference between New York and a Boston accent are, are like, well, they're dead giveaways to us, but somebody to the to the untrained uh, ear, they might not pick yeah, it up. Un as untrained, yeah. Mm -hmm. Start something with that. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> so you were here throughout the pandemic. How was that for you? Like, yeah, give me, give me the scoop, <laughs> even though I spent a lot of it with you. <laughs> Life wasn't rough. Nah. Life was not rough. Um, I, I like I said again, I was very blessed. I, I lived with great friends. Yeah. Like we had a place together. Um, we lived in a house. We had a nice backyard with things to do in it, and it was yeah. it was like we it was like we we all kind of kicked our feet up, took a load yeah. off. There was not, especially me as an actor, there was like nothing to do, you know. And um, 
I wish I flexed my creative side a little more. I wish I, I wish I okay. sat down and forced myself to write a little more, you know, because um, I had roadblocks with the writing. I yeah. have like chronic writer's block, and I, even though I have ideas that are ninety percent flushed out, I kind of hit a, a, a block in the story for where I need to go. Um, I wish I like spent more time during the pandemic being more creative in, in that way, but. Me and my friends, like, we had a pretty good time nice. during it all, and cool. we hung out, and we had, you know, close friends over. Everyone got COVID tested first. Yes, But we had uh, co close friends over, and we just, you know, we had a good time. We chilled, nice. movie nights. And, uh, yeah. Oh, 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 every, yeah, we, we had fun. I, I was we with him a, a lot of that time. But um, you, you did interesting things during the pandemic, right? You, yeah, you and some friends, you started like charities. You were, you were help supplying. Oh yeah, you, yeah. We, we the, you were supplying masks to nurses because there's yeah, a mask we raised, Tell us a little bit yeah, about we that. Raised, yeah, no, fill everyone in. We raised uh, thirty k to, to give back. We we got masks during April of uh, 2020, and we donated the thirty grand out to uh, hospitals in Staten Island and throughout New York City. What's amazing. amazing call? Oh, Project Protect. I, Project I, I couldn't, Protect. couldn't think of it. Got T-shirts and everything. We Project had fun. Protect. It was good. Happy we did that and able to give back a little bit. But yeah, we were all a part of that. Actually, most of the team was actually in LA giving back to all of our people in New York. Fortunate enough to have, and uh, very thankful for all the nurses and you know all the EMT five first responders during that time. You know, still thankful for them. Yeah, but, that was beautiful. What you guys did. Yeah, that no, was cool. But uh, yeah. Speaking of that, something you did during the pandemic that was pretty pretty impressive was you were the lead in a film called <coughs> Love and Love Not, which obviously had a major major part in as well as as the producer. But yeah. um, <clears throat> what was that like? Like especially like going from what you're saying, like just having fun, whatever, chilling with your friends, and then going to the opposite of that, and you know, going as the lead actor in a film. What was it like getting that role? doing that role, being a part of the project in general? I was super excited when that, um, <clears throat> you know, when that project came into my life. Um, we did a little test shoot prior, and then when the director, Anthony Cali, told me that, you know, he was making me the lead in the movie, I was, could not be more ecstatic. And to just have, like, I had all, plenty of time to just hone in and, and really just, like, put in, put in all work on my own time. and. To be able to be working when a lot of the industry wasn't was yeah. an absolute blessing. And to go from, at that point, I'd only done like short projects, little you know, yeah. independent made ones. It's a big, things big for shift. Big jump, <clears throat> big jump. But I, I, you know, felt ready to do it and just had the most incredible experience doing so as well. Nice. And uh, yeah, that was just a huge blessing, especially like you said, coming out of a huge lull where there was nothing to even do as an actor. Really, there was. <clears throat> no auditions happening like it yeah. was just very difficult to get anything made with covid restrictions and all these things so when that project came along it was timing couldn't be better and nope. it was just beautiful all around it was amazing yeah so it's well we're happy to be on the other side of it and now it's yeah. now it's out and available for everyone the film how, is out yeah the film how is, is out there how has that experience been like since uh the film was uh i guess the end of principal photography up until now, like what's what's it been like since? Like, how do you feel? Like, cause, you know, momentum, whatever. Yeah, well, it was great. It was cool to see all the different stages the film went through. Cool. You know, because yeah. I, being closely involved with directors, producers on the project, I was able to see like the first rough cut of the film, and I saw it too, and I was like, oh my god, this is great. Knowing it was super unpolished at the time, but just to see how it evolved, that was pre-music, coloring, anything, no. just just cutting together the clips. So to see where the project came from the end of shooting to, to, to the final product was amazing to see a movie at that close level. Me and me, you know, 
involved heavily in the movie yeah. and it was <clears throat> it was amazing and then to have it finally get out there was just incredible well um, what about like the festival stuff did you like uh you, you obviously uh there was a lot of festival stuff did you go to the events and like did you you know i know you went to the events but like yeah. tell, us, <laughs> tell us about the experience so yeah yeah we did we did pretty well at a lot of the, like the, the lower level festival like smaller yeah. ones and um one that was amazing was the manhattan film festival because we had a, a live screening a lot of the festivals were doing like online things still at the time yeah. due to covid and and not wanting to gather you know a bunch of people in in the in the large uh, space yeah. So the Manhattan Film Festival was doing a live screening in Manhattan, and that's where all my family still resides. A lot, yeah, of, a lot yeah. of us involved in the movie, all of our family's still out there. So <clears throat> to be able to tell everybody, hey, we, my, the movie is premiering on the big screen. I, I got everyone tickets for them, and we kind of you know, had a whole event about it. We went out to eat before. That was just very, very special, man, to, to yeah. you know. It was special. It was special for me too, like yeah. being there, being able to give that platform to not only your your family but my family as well. Yeah, and it was really cool to experience that and uh, even just see you and Anthony do your thing, like whatever. We were able to just all be in the same place and celebrate together our great experience. Yeah, um, I mean, being in LA a while, right? Yeah. Going for a career and acting like you don't always see the fruits of your labor. Yeah, you know, like it takes these things take time, and, and for my journey is not the one of overnight success. So to finally, like my parents have, I've been out there years at this point. So to for to bring my parents yeah. to a big screen premiere of something that yeah. you know I'm the lead role in, it was just uh, it was super special. Cool, man. I'm, I'm real. I'm yeah. real. I'm happy to be able to share that with you, and and yeah, I'm happy you feel the way that you do. It's pretty pretty phenomenal. Um, we're gonna we're gonna take a little take a little shift. I'm gonna do like a couple like you know quick, sure. quicker questions if you need a refill. I don't know. You look, I guess look, I can do that. Looking quick. looking like a little uh, close to the end. Looking a little light. Final lap. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> most definitely. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm happy we're doing this. It's real nice. I you am know? too. This is nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's my fir my fir my first episode with the uh, first episode of many. Thank yeah, you for having me is. on as the first guest. I'm yeah. I'm honored. Yeah, you know? no, of course. I wouldn't have had it any other way. But um, so I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to these kind of quicker questions. Sure. Um, <clears throat> so if you were to have someone play you in a movie eventually, when they make the Francesco D'Onofrio biopic, <laughs> who'd you want it to be? And this could this doesn't have to be. This could be you know older, younger, whatever. Like I don't know. However you determine it. Got it. If I had someone to play me, it doesn't have to be age related whatsoever. Nah. <clears throat> And why? Hmm. That's a good question. I know this is a quick round of questions, but I'm going to need a couple seconds to think about this one. Who would play me in a movie? You got this. I know, I know. This is a tough one. I would say like a John Bernthal type of actor. There you go. All you know right. what I mean? I see it too. Yeah. I feel like he's very versatile. He's super talented. No. Not that I'm saying it takes talent. To, to mirror what what my nah, life is. I don't know. I think that's that but no. I think he's just that type of that type of guy where he's you know, he seems like a great guy, or like yeah, outside yeah, of sure. uh, outside of film, and he's got a very diverse and and you know long career that has made me admire him very much. I think he would. Uh, I think he would be a prime candidate. Nice prime candidate. Yeah. We love John Bernthal. Mm -hmm. So, any superpower? What what would you pick? Tell me one. Just one. <sighs> Flying. Nice, cool. Nah, good to know. Yeah. Um, you have a favorite holiday? Why? why? Like, well, what's your favorite holiday and why? 
growing up, it was always Christmas. Okay. Always loved Christmas. I felt there was magic around Christmas. Nice. You know, I kind of felt that awe and wonder, especially Christmas in New York. As yeah. cliche as it sounds, there is it, Christmas in New York is magical. Yeah. You know, no, Christmas Eve because I'm yeah. fat and look, all those, uh, <laughs> all seven fishes. Well, that's part of it. It's got <laughs> Christmas in the name, and that's you know stuffed mushrooms. The yeah, whole the whole, the whole spread. Good, mm. Yeah. No, but, I love yeah. that. So Christmas. you have a, you have a favorite drink or cocktail. I like gin as of the last couple of years, huge mm. into the gin. My main drink of choice is a gin martini, splash dirty, dry, shaken, a couple olives. What, what, what about coffee? I know you, like if you go to a Starbucks, what's like, what's your, so I know this guy's got a crazy order. Tell them so your my, order. my cold beverage. So when you know what, which you know what to bring him upon arrival yeah. next time. Yeah, so it used to be cold brew, one or two shots of espresso, vanilla, sweet cream, cold foam, dash of cinnamon on top. But mm. that drink, due to inflation, has become about $8. Wow. So I spun it up a little bit. Let's now I do it. four shots of espresso over ice with the cold foam, dash of cinnamon, like four and a half bucks. Wow. And it's, is, it's, uh, it's take notes. relatively the same. Tastes nice. the same. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. So what's it called? This, this was great. I, I want to just hear from you. Uh, what do you what do you have planned next? Yeah, give give the audience a little idea of what you got going on in the near future. Uh, so this month, I recently signed with a new management company. Very Congrats. excited about it. Thank Super you. Super cool. Yeah, and um, I just to start this year had a nice start to the year I, with that new signing, and also I I booked my first television role. There we go. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, co-star role. It's going to be a Law & Order Organized Crime. There we uh, go. Yeah. I'm just That's in one scene. Gio Amato, character name. And, uh, <laughs> That's yeah. great. Yeah. So very excited to see that. It hasn't aired yet, but once it comes out, super excited to see myself on the small screen for the first time. Yeah. Excitingly enough, it's a character that, based on my reading of the script, it could come back around, which oh. not to hopefully get ahead of myself, but I think that would be pretty yeah. cool if they decide to add an extra storyline for this character going forward. That would be very nice. But, yeah, just auditioning and, uh, and getting ready for the next project. Cool. What's cool? That's, uh, I'm excited for you, and I can't wait to watch that episode Law & Order. Yeah. Um, so where where could people find you? And Because uh, I'm, I'm going to give give everyone the details so they can reach out if they you know, want to. Yeah. Uh, I'm, at, I'm on Instagram as Fran D'Onofrio, at Fran D'Onofrio. Same thing on Twitter. Um... My management company is Bohemia Group. My agency is Affinity Artists. All contact info would be on IMDb if Beautiful. anybody uh, needs to reach out. And that's pretty much how you can get a hold of me. Cool. What's called? I'm really grateful you were able to do this with us. Yeah, I'm happy you did this. Yeah, this yeah, was fun. Cheers. Cheers. Salud. Thanks for everything. Chandani. Chandani.